0: Oh, favourite day of the week. I love Thursdays. Chill out day for me. Podcasting, vlogging and beer. I love Thursdays. Also, we're going to be celebrating today. 316 day and also we're on a new platform here for the podcast. I think this is going to be a good episode. podcast for another episode. I don't even know what episode this is. I've actually lost count of many episodes I've actually recorded of this podcast now since I brought it back there all those months ago. But anyway, yes, hey-ho, we're back for another episode. It's Thursday. It's my favorite day of the week. I love Thursdays. It's my cheat day. It's my beer day. It's my day to switch off from the world. It's a day to do a podcast. And it's my day to enjoy. Now, I'm a little bit disappointed today because obviously Liverpool result last night, but we'll talk about that shortly. But before we go any further, hello to all our listeners on TuneIn Radio. That's right, we made the announcement last night. We are officially, as of this, well, all our episodes are on there now, but this is the first one we're dropping alongside all our other platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, etc., on TuneIn Radio. So hello to all our new listeners on TuneIn Radio. Thank you for tuning in to the Moor Army podcast. If you're tuning in for the first time, thank you so much. Uh hello, welcome to the program. Um but yeah, it's great to finally be on TuneIn Radio. It took us a while to get us on there, but I I basically sat after recorded the podcast. ...on Tuesday, and I harassed TuneIn Radio to get it online, and guess what? They put it up, and we are officially on TuneIn Radio, so holly... ...after all those weeks and months of saying it, holly fucking Louie, <laughs> we are finally on the platform. I'm so glad to be on it. So, hello, everybody. Welcome to the murami Podcast on TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us regularly on Spotify, Apple Music, or YouTube, welcome back. But before we go any further in the podcast i like to do the, uh, for anybody who's listening to us for the first time today, it's the uh, housekeeping, I like to call it, where i like to get, let you know how to get in touch with us here on the program. Um, there's no, no bullshit on this program, guys, if you're tuned in for the first time. Um, I'm pretty much, as hence why it's called Unleashed now, but to completely changed the name to, you'd be called just the Moor Army Podcast, Moor Army Podcast, Unleashed on a Thursday, normal podcast on a Tuesday, but now we're just called Moor Army Podcast and then Unleashed, because I can pretty much have an opinion without people like the little fucking snowflakes in the world coming in, which I've had quite a few since Tuesday, believe me. That's hilarious. Uh, Coming in saying that I'm far-right extremist, etc. But we'll talk about that in just a moment. But anyway, moving on to the business at hand. If you'd like to get in touch with us here on the Murami podcast, the best way to do it is by the following methods. If you have a subject you'd like to hear us talk about, or you'd like to make an opinion on something, or anything at all, whether you want me to give someone a birthday shout out or uh, a story you want to share with us here on the podcast which a lot of you do uh, you can contact us by email first of all which is at Yahoo.com. also the old trusty social media which we've got a little subject to talk about today on social about social media a social media platform um you can contact us on the uh, facebook page which is Moore Army podcast on or sorry Moore Army youtube channel sorry on facebook um, if you're listening to the podcast, here we are if, on YouTube. We are on YouTube seven years next week, which we're going to talk about on the podcast today um, as well. Seven years. Um, I just can't believe it's been seven fucking years we've been on YouTube. It's insane. Um, we're on seven years this coming Wednesday. Um may even do a special podcast on Tuesday where we talk about our whole history, but... We'll touch on it briefly here today as well. So you can contact us on the Facebook page, or if you would like to contact me on the old Instagram, it's official Matthew Moore on Instagram. Or if you would like to go to our website to get your merch for the podcast, the YouTube channel, and more, which we're dropping more merch this week. Definitely, as I said, we're now on. The, we've got the tune in radio stuff out of the way. We need to get the fucking merch done up and going because summer's coming around the corner as well. The summer merch last year done very very well. I seen a lot of these wearing on holiday and stuff. So. You get the the finger out of the ass and get that sorted out murarmy.co.uk for all your bits and bobs you can watch all the vlogs on there as well and all the red men football adventure videos and we're going to start dropping all the podcasts officially on there too as well so moorearmy.co.uk well have got some interesting stuff i want to talk about on the podcast today um a lot of you have been getting back to me about last tuesday's episode To be quite honest with you, I was uh, kind of expecting it. To be honest with you, a lot of fucking hate from a lot of morons coming in over the last couple of days about the whole Gary Lineker saga we were talking about on the podcast. A lot of Wook wook Brigade, I call them, coming in with their little fucking stupid comments and stuff. and I just laughed it off and rolled my eyes and went, "Uh, yeah, whatever. You know, if you don't like what I have to say. Guys, And again, if you're new to this podcast on TuneIn Radio, at the end of the day, you know... (sighs) On my YouTube channel, I've been restricted to what I can say and do for the last seven years, but on this podcast, it's my way of airing my grievances and talking about things that I want to talk about. And when I talked about the, the, the Gary Lineker situation this past Tuesday, some people come in with a lot of hateful comments towards me, saying that I was a far-right extremist and I'm, I should be supporting the BBC and all this bollocks and Gary Lineker's right and all this crap and... I just looked at those emails and and Instagram messages and just went, yeah, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? There was one particular one that literally told me to go and fucking hang myself. Like That's how extreme these these people are because I don't agree with the the narrative of the BBC and Gary Lineker, which is a little bit fucking extreme, to be honest with you, but I just wrote back to them saying, how pleasant of a person are you, the fact that you're taking time out of your day to tell people to go and commit suicide? How fucking sick are you? Yeah, that's the type of people who who contact me, not regularly as much now, but occasionally when I tu- when I touch a nerve, when I my, when I throw my fishing rod reel into the water, the 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 pull of trolls and reel them in and tease them and wind them up because they just have no life and they're just sad little morons who literally are pathetic. And again, guys, if I said this a million times before, if you don't like this podcast, why the fuck do you listen to me? Why do you listen to or watch our videos if you don't like us? Know what I mean? But anyway, that was a touchy subject about the whole Gary Linegar situation. And a lot of you have been getting contact with me in the positive way. You know, I was even reading an article this morning on it saying that apparently he had a special agreement with the BBC over the Twitter claims. His agent claims that apparently now he thinks he's unvincible. And I've seen a few news channels last night popping up on social media this morning saying that Gary Lineker basically can do and says he fucking pleases and gets away with it. Which is a little bit... You know, it's crazy because they they're, they're, they're were sacking a lot of presenters that are decent presenters, who even radio presenters, who were let go after being in the job for so many years. See, recently, in my opinion, I think, and I've seen this a lot of people saying this as well recently, the BBC have a, 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 a thing now where you reach a cert- certain age... And they just get fucking ready. You, they, they, they sack you and get ready. It's as simple as it Doesn't matter how long you've been there. But at the minute, a lot of people seem to be complaining about this whole Gary Linniger situation. Now, you do obviously get the ones from the other side who are fully on board what he says. And you know, I, I watched the video on Instagram yesterday of Frank Warren, the boxing promoter, literally ripping into Gary Lineker and calling him everything you can think of under the sun. Search it up, guys. It's on. I think it's on YouTube as well. I was going to play an audio clip of it today on the podcast, but I didn't want to get done for copyright infringement. But um, Frank Warren basically says what I've been saying. You know, it's, it's bullshit, and he gets away with fucking murder. But if I was like you or I, Joe Bloggs, down the street, we'd get crucified, hung by the balls and sent home with her tail between her legs and never be seen or heard from again and cancelled from every possible way of the public's eye ever again. You know what I mean? It's just, there's a whole lot of controversy going around about this over the last few days, which is just, it's a crazy. And I've had people coming in, as I said, even the stream as well, telling me to go and fucking do what they want me to do. And uh, it's, it's, it's nonsense. And to be quite honest with you. I'm I'm tending to try and forget about the situation now because it's ridiculous and, you know, no matter what, I mean, he's getting paid £1.35, £1.4 million a year, this guy, to sit on TV on a Saturday night and talk shit about football. Now, okay, he was a half-decent footballer in his day, but now he, he walks around like he's Mr. Invincible and, you know, reading that article today about, you know apparently there was a special arrangement for them and then the BBC you know, have re- re-looked at their social media policies and stuff, have they got no backbone at the BBC, have there no balls to stand up to people like this guy and just say here you broke our rules and regulations you're going to be treated like everybody else there's the door see you later, you know what I mean what's, what's the fucking difference that's just my opinion on it all and it, it's just, pff, I don't know, it's bullshit to be honest with you. And again, I've had a lot of you guys contacting me over the last couple of, well, since Tuesday's podcast, saying your views on the whole Gary Lineker situation, and people say that I was right, people say that I was wrong. You all have your opinion, and I love hearing all your opinions, but when you get to the point where the little woke tards come out, I call them the woke dopes, the woke, woke brigade come out, and like literally try to target me for having an opinion because I don't agree with their narrative. And I don't agree with what they have to say and do. They literally try and I don't know, be complete assholes about it. I've, in fact, I've had two complaints about the video on YouTube as well about it. People complaining. I don't get very many listeners on YouTube to what we do on the on the, the streaming services, the likes of Spotify and Apple Music, and I obviously we're on TuneIn Radio and whatnot. But again, these people are going out of their way to try and get me. Are they, they going to try and get me cancelled now? bring it on motherfucker I don't care what you have to say <laughs> you know I don't, I have a choice as a human being not to listen to you but it's funny but no a lot of you have been getting in touch with me uh, saying that you agree with it and that the the lawyers are saying maybe Gary Lineker should have been sacked from his job because um, a lot of people were talking about the whole Phil Thompson, Matt Letizia situation with Sky when they didn't agree with the whole vaccine process for Covid and whatnot. you know and everybody has their own opinion on that and Again, the whole subject being brought up about freedom of speech and all this bollocks. and You could go on and on about it all day and go back and forward and argue about it and who's right, who's wrong, who's got an opinion, who doesn't. It's it's bullshit. And to be quite honest with you guys, I'm tired of talking about it. And I'm going to end the subject now because to be quite honest with you, it's getting a little bit tiring now. But I want to thank everybody who has contacted me over the last couple of days about it and saying, you know, give me your view on it because it really it is interesting to read your, your emails and your messages on Instagram and your messages on Facebook about it all because it's nice to hear from you and hear what your thoughts of it is, you know, on this matter. Because at the end of the day, that's what this podcast is about, about a, 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 an argy-bargy, you know, debate. You have your view, I have my view, you know, and we agree to disagree, I tough conversations with you on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. I reply to some of your emails, you know, and and I read out your emails here on the podcast. That's the whole point of this podcast, is to communicate with my listeners and my viewers on YouTube and whatnot. And it's great to have this platform now where I can speak freely and and say these things because, as I always say on YouTube, and I say here on the podcast, if you don't like it, don't, don't listen. If you don't like what you hear and don't like what you see, then don't watch and don't fucking listen. But it's great to hear from all the ones who have honest opinion. Now, I have had ones who've come in and said that they don't agree with what I say, but they don't go to the extreme where they're basically telling me to go and fucking jump off a car park or go and run in front of a bus or, you know, because they don't agree with my my, my opinions on their narrative. So stick your opinions up your ass for a like her. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) Here, have a guess who's back in the news today. And I, I said this weeks ago, and if you don't believe me, go back and fucking listen to it here on the podcast. Harry and Meghan are back in the news again. But listen to this here. (laughs) Apparently Harry's ex is a biographer. Has said at a minute that Harry is frightened of Meghan. I've been fucking saying that for weeks and months. He's come out today on on a main top story on the news today. And said that apparently he's scared of his wife. Listen, I've been saying this for weeks. He's fucking under the thumb more than anything else. If Harry and William's mum was around today... Megan would be bitch slapped up the fucking face and told the slinger hook a long time ago. Harry would have never married this drama queen, over dramatic, oh the world spins round me fucking drama queen. And that's being honest. I've said I said this for weeks and months, and I've been talking to you guys about it off off the program as well. And I've met people in in public who've said the same thing. Harry is whipped. He's under the thumb. I've been saying it for a long fucking time. And now it's come out today that apparently his, ex-bi- was his ex-biographer warns that, <laughs> warns that apparently she's scary. I'll read some of the extracts from the article here. It says here, Prince Harry is frightened over Meghan Markle, according to the Duke of Sussex, former biographer. Ansel Eleven told GB News today that the Duchess of Sussex can be really scurry. The Royal Commentator added that Prince Harry steps back to allow Meghan Markle to lead. What a bitch. Like, that hurt him. Like, where's that whip sound? Like, whipped beyond whipped. Like, Levin says, it's well known that Meghan is a, uh, delightful un- unless you say something that doesn't. she doesn't want you to say. And then she's really scary. For the love of fucking Pete. Seriously? Like, what is go? And it says here, it goes on to say, this is fucking priceless. I think he's frightened of her because of the way he, he he looks at her. <laughs> oh, fuck me. He doesn't want to say something. Sorry. He doesn't want to say something if she wants to speak. If she wants to talk to someone before him, then he steps back. Oh, my God. He is a... He's Megan's bitch. Harry is Megan's bitch. I've been saying this for months. She's in control of that marriage. This is the, this is the thing, guys, right? And you all know from watching my YouTube channel. And I've told you this story before. My relationship history is not the best. I'll be honest with you. I've been I was married for twelve years. I'm divorced. I was with a girl for three years who you used to see on the YouTube channel, uh, Andrea. It didn't work out, and then I was with Sandra for two and a half years. And unfortunately, it didn't work out for reasons that I don't want to get into. But At the end of the day, the whole time that I was ever like that, I never once let anyone control me. Now, here's my opinion on it, right? Relationships, right? Men or women should not control a relationship. Every time I get into a relationship, I always tell the person that a relationship should be 50-50. Straight down the middle. None of this control bullshit, none of this nagging wife, nagging husband, controlling husband, controlling wife. He's under the thumb, she's told, he tells her what to do, where to go. The, back in the old days, it was the, the fucking wife that was ordered around by the husband, and then nowadays, you see all these women controlling men and have their balls in their fucking personal caper. Okay, listen, I don't get involved in that bullshit. At the end of the day, I tell someone from the start, if I ever meet anybody else again, I'll tell them from the fucking start. A relationship is 50-50. Yes, we have our time. Yes, we are together. We are a couple. We are Our our main priority is ourselves because we're our couple. If you have kids, your kids are priority. My kids are priority, whatever. Family comes first, etc, etc. Relationships is 50-50 no matter what. No one tells the other person what to do. You always make time for each other. You always make... You always do things together and, you know, the relationship's 50-50. If a girl walks in and goes, Oh, sweetheart, I want to have a night out with the girls. We're going for someone's birthday or whatever. My answer would be, yeah, sure. Where you go. Happy days. Knock yourself out. You had enough money there? Not a problem. And then I would walk into her and say, here, listen, I'm going out with the boys or I'm going out for a beer with my brother or I'm going out for the weekend, I'm going to the Liverpool game or whatever. And she would turn and say, yes, sweetheart, not a problem. Be safe, enjoy yourself, get there, let me know you're okay, blah, blah, blah. But see these relationships where people are fucking whipped and ordered around and told where to go and they, they're, they're scared of their husbands or they're scared of their wives. You know, Grow a set of fucking balls and tell these people straight, you're a human being, no one controls you, no one tells you what to do. Now I am always going to get a lot more fucking hate for what I say in this here, and to be quite honest with you, I couldn't give a fiddler's foot. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, a relationship should be give and take, 50-50. And I look at this here, and I've been seeing this with Meghan and Harry for fucking months, I know people personally as well who are whipped and under the thumb, and I've told them to their face. Grow a set of balls, take your balls out of your girlfriend or your wife's purse, be a fucking man and say, Look, listen, you can have your lifestyle. You're out all the time with your friends and having your life away from me, so why the fuck can't I? Or the other way around. I know females who are in marriages and relationships with their husbands and boyfriends who don't make an effort and don't give a shit and are just there for themselves and don't give a fuck and they're always out with their boymates and they're always out partying with their friends. Why the female's left at home either with the kids or left at home like a mug? You know, grow a set of balls, say, Listen, here you. This relationship's 50-50. If you want to make this relationship work and be fair on both parties, then I ain't going to be here no more. You know, and this is another thing as well, annoying me about this world as well. Relationships end far, far too easy. People give up far too fucking easy because the world is so tempted to go out there and cheat. Like, for example, marriages don't last very long now. Relationships don't last very long now because people are too tempted to go out there and cheat. For example, all the online stuff. You've all these dating apps and... Websites you can go on to and meet other people and all this crap that's out there Social media especially where people can see other people and talk to other people behind their partner's backs and stuff The way I operate guys is if you're with someone and you ain't fucking happy at, about a situation or You've got an issue you sit down and talk about it Listen, I spent years when I was fucking married arguing over the stupidest shit that I regret still to this day We had silly stupid Bullshit arguments. We were young, we were stupid, and at the end of the day, you know, we're both parties to blame. But I look back at those things and I always lose it as a learning curve. Every relationship I've ever been in, I learn from that and move forward and try and better myself the next time around. But nowadays, people give up too easy. People are too tempted to go out and cheat. People are too tempted to walk away too easily. People don't work for relationships anymore. And also, people control other people in relationships, which is bullshit. And that's my opinion. And if you don't agree with it, then that's fine. I tell everybody the same thing. A relationship should be 50-50. Two-way street, not a one-way street. And I look at Harry and Meghan, and I've been seeing, seeing this for fucking months. If Harry's mum was around, she would smack the piss out of her and tell her to piss off and leave her son alone. Now, his ex-biographers now come out and say, nah, no, apparently Harry's scared of her, which I'm not surprised. Now, maybe this is not true. I don't know. But body language is a big thing for me as well. How someone looks at you. How they are around you. Their reaction around you. Their actions around you whenever you're with them. And I look at them too and I see that Megan is a fucking drama queen. Megan loves the attention. Megan's the type of person that I would never go near... You know, I, sp- I spoke to a boy in local football months ago and they were like, "Ah, I see you mentioned on your podcast about Meghan and Harry. You know, ah, if Meghan come and try on me, you wouldn't say no. I'd say I would tell that drama queen to go and fucking do one. People like that I don't have in my life. I see these people who walk around thinking the world spins around them. Need to take a good look at themselves in the fucking mirror. And that's just being honest. But now that this come out about Meghan and Harry, I just laugh. All I can say is I fucking told you so, because these two are clowns, and she he needs to grow a set of balls and put her in her fucking place. But that's just that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong, you know. Because a lot of you joke and laugh at me. My listeners joke and laugh at me all the time and send me photographs of like when they're out in the bookshop or something they're in. A lot of you sent me <laughs> stuff whenever you're in the likes of Sainsbury's, Tesco's shops, whatever, and you've seen the book, Harry's book and stuff like that, you sent me photographs saying would you like me to get you a signed copy Matthew would you like me to send you a copy in the post you know, just we banter back and forwards, I fucking love, I absolutely love my listeners, so what? but the point is though, I mean I, I'm not surprised for what I see here in relation to them too, I'm really really, 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 really not surprised and if he, if he is under the thumb then he's a bigger fool for letting her control him, and that's just being honest so it is. Grow some balls, Harry. As saying goes, blink twice if you feel like you're being a hostage and you need help. Blink twice into the camera, <laughs> so we'll know you're fucking need help. Unbelievable. Um, I saw a wee story pop up here this morning, which was a bit, it's a bit crazy, like. But um, I saw a thing there this morning. A huge blaze rips through hotel housing, and uh, is housing Ukrainian refugees. Uh, over 30 people, including children, were evacuated from the building. I don't know why there's any serious injuries or even a death. Uh, it was six a.m. this morning it broke out, which is pretty extreme and sad to see. So it is. But um, speaking of Harry, keeping on the subject of Harry and Meghan, Prince William has come out today saying, "Um, because I you know obviously when William and Harry's mum was around." she done a lot of great charity work back in the day. Diana did stuff for the like of the homeless and people in uh, underprivileged countries and, you know, cancer patients. I mean, she was the type of woman back in the day where, in the 80s and early 90s, where people were saying, like, about even when AIDS first came around on the scene, it was like, oh, no, you can't go near people with AIDS. You can't touch them. You can't hug them. You can catch AIDS all these different ways by hugging someone or her particles, or which was a little bullshit. You know, you're, and people were scared to go near them, and used to see all these adverts on the TV about AIDS and whatnot. And Diana was kind of like, "No, screw you, bullshit! I'm going to here to see these people, and I'm going to hug these people, and I'm going to help these people, and the best I can, and support these people." And she was one of the first people to actually do that. And some of the work that she done um, in relation to children, and 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 you know, the subject we want to talk about now homelessness. Home, home, can we speak homelessness? Uh, William Prince William's come out uh, to, uh, this morning there and admits that his mother, Diana, would be disappointed over the lack of progress on homelessness. He says he's admitted that his mother, uh, Princess Diana, would be disappointed in the lack of process made in tackling the situation. Which I agree. And guys, I've talked about this before. And I'm not going to get into the whole race thing here. The whole bullshit again. But there's a lot of people in the UK who are not even being put into homes. And... These people who are coming in off these fucking dinky boats are getting stripped put back into hotels and stuff. Why can't they put our ex-military people or people who are legitimately from the UK who are homeless into these hotels instead of bringing these ones off the boats who are going around with machete swords and causing fucking riots and fights and stabbing people, raping women and going ballistic? I've seen things over the last week or so that make your fucking teeth itch about these guys coming in with swords and gangs and down, even down south. I mean, I'm going down south here next week to Dublin and I'm shit scared of going down. And because I've heard about all these Romanian gangs knocking around the town and they're getting into people's shops and wrecking their businesses and they're carrying swords and knives and things like that. You know, you see it all the time and there's protests down there all the time too and you know, I'm, I'm getting a little bit sceptical about going down there, like, for this concert. I'm, I'm going to say to Tony here this week, but, you know, straight in, straight out, out the fucking way. away. But, you know, the homeless is the situation for the UK residents. Like, people, for example, who are, you know, ex-military, who struggle. And, and now you see all these wee places opening up for to try and get these, like, veterans and stuff brought in. Like, for I'll tell you a story. A couple of weeks back, up at one of our home games for the Harlem with Builders in Belfast, uh, we give a, a presentation, a donation of money to a place that opened up in, I think it was, they said it was near Puerto for ex-veterans to come and stay, for homeless people who have been uh, on the battlefield you know, ex-war war heroes, things like that there who have nowhere to go, like a shelter for them to go and we donated a lot of money to it which was great to see um, but they need to get more places like that open and, and again these hotels are just letting these fuckers come in now I don't really even want to get into it again because I can't be honest listening to all you fucking haters out there going ranting and raving again, saying, oh, he's off on a race rant again. <laughs> no. At the end of the day, if you come into this country, like I mentioned the Portuguese person I met the other day, and I was talking about them the way they, they have a view on it. You know, since they stepped off the plane and started paying all their taxes, etc, 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 and they've worked hard and whatever, talk about it in the podcast and choose you want to go back and listen to it. Um, you know, you come into this country and you work hard and you pay your tax like everybody else, and... You, you, you are a credit to society like any other normal human being would be here in the UK or whatever. You know, that's great. But these fuckers are coming in knowing the fact that the government's going to give them benefits and houses and everything paid for them. And they're coming in with their five, six, seven kids, whatever, and their three aunties and two uncles, whatever else. And everything's has handed to them. And, you know, it pisses me off the fact that like, there's people out there who've worked all their life and now are homeless. Because of the whole economy situation. And they're, they're now struggling. Old age pensioners are scared to put their heating on. People are afraid to switch their TV on because they don't want to pay their fucking TV license because they're scared of the goons coming around their door and wanting to put old age pensioners in fucking jail for not paying their TV license. But you get these these ones coming in off the boats and not wanting to work and not wanting to do fuck all because they know, oh, the UK gives us everything. And they get all the benefits and everything handed to them and it's bullshit. Whenever the homeless people are out there and they're living on the streets and they're struggling... I mean, I had a situation a few years ago with a homeless man in Liverpool, where Lewis Brook and I met this man who used to sleep outside the Santander bank, Uh, what street was it in? Oh my god, what street was it in? I think it was, was it Castle Street? I'm trying to remember, what it was was actually just across from Liverpool one, it was about five or six doors up from one of Lewis's favourite places in Liverpool, Pound Bakery. Hello, Pound Bakery, what a place. I was talking to him actually already on Instagram, but our, we're trying to get a wee visit over there in the summer to the one Bl- uh our summer holiday in England, anyway. Um, this man is actually a war guy, a war veteran who served in Afghan and all these different places. <coughs> I think he served in Iraq as well, yeah, he was in his late 40s, early 50s. And then you get these ones who legitimately lie in the streets because they're alcoholics or they're druggies, whatever, and they put themselves in that situation and all that there. But this guy was legit. He slept outside the Santander Bank. And I remember when i one time, when I first went to Liverpool, I went into the bank to try and get them to change money from, obviously, money we have here in Northern Ireland, Northern Bank money, to the Bank of England money, so I could spend it while I was over there. And I just happened to ask the girl at the counter, is that guy, say, legit? Because you get these ones that sort of beg outside and they're not really legit and stuff and... I've had a few incidents in the past where I've ran into people who were beggars in the street and they turn out to be complete liars and they're not really homeless and beggars. They're starting to make money. But that's another story for another day. Um, but yeah, no, it was just like, she said, yeah, he's, he's legitimately homeless. He was in the military. My husband knows his brother, uh, who also serves. And it's like, shit, right, okay. So for a wee period of time, we were Lewis and I were going over to Liverpool quite a bit back and forward and whatnot. You know, we would sort of stop by and ask how he was doing and he would he'd be like, Oh hello guys, how are you again? and you know, you felt really bad about the guy. So I, we we go and get him a wee cup of coffee from Pound Bakery and a wee sausage roll, keep him warm and stuff like that there. Like, guys, I, I have no issues helping homeless people. They are legitimately like that. But you get the ones to do, you sort of take the piss and whatever else. Because I saw a post even on Facebook this morning from one of the community pages here right up in Northern Ireland and there's a lot of them um, fucking fake beggars out around in town all looking for money when they're really not fucking homeless. Which really grinds my gears and pisses me off to the back teeth. But going back to the story here, um, th- th- this person is just like a, such a such a gentleman, and I I remember one day I spoke to him, and I said to him, you know, if you don't apply for a, like to try and get a job or a home, he says the council won't give me anywhere because of no work and I've no this and I've no that. And for a long time we saw him and we always helped him. And every time we saw him, he was nice to us and he remembered who we were and he remembered our names. And you know, every time I left him, I just felt so fucking bad. And I went back, I hadn't seen him for about a month or two, and I went back over again for a Liverpool game and I went, I went back into the bank again because didn't see him there and I thought I'm going to go in and ask the staff to see where he is and I'm hoping the worst hasn't happened because I hope he hasn't passed away because he's like died of pneumonia or something or whatever so I went into the car and I seen the same girl again and I said I don't know if you remember speaking to me a few months ago but I asked you about the guy outside and I mean what's the situation she says he got himself a job he got himself cleaned up The council finally gave him a flat somewhere and he's now living there and he's working in some i don't know where she said where he was working but he got a job but he was homeless for three years he slept on the street for three full years freezing his balls off year in year out rain sleet snow whatever veteran of the war hero who served our country to keep our country safe And then I look at these ones that are coming off these dinky boats, making videos on fucking TikTok, laughing and joking, knowing the fact that they're coming to the country to get free benefits and everything fucking else handed to them. But then there's ones on them boats who are families who legitimately want to get away from a war zone or want to get away from an area where they are legitimately struggling and they want to get away for their safety, for their family, their kids and all, which I completely understand and I agree with. But it's the ones who are here just to take the fucking piss and get everything handed to them. That grinds my fucking gears. That makes me cross. <laughs> so it does. But yeah, that man is, as far as I'm aware, last, uh, before COVID, last time I seen him, as far as I know, he's doing well. And uh one of the girls said that he actually came into the Santander Bank about two or three months after he had got a job in a flat and he brought in. Like little thank you gifts for the staff, which I thought was a really lovely touch. Big bunch of flowers for the girls and you know, all the different thank you cards and whatever else. So the staff must have obviously you know built some type of relationship with him, knowing the fact that he was he was there and he was sleeping outside the bank all the time and you know, it's a good story. And then you hear about the ones who are like literally left the fucking rotten down the street, which is horrible. And, you know, I look at that thing there about Princess Diana and saying about uh, William saying that his mum would be disappointed about the whole homeless situation in the UK, which I completely agree. You know, all the, even here in Northern Ireland, around the big city of Belfast, there's all these abandoned buildings that have been lying empty for fucking donkey years, and I mean abandoned buildings, like big, big buildings, which they could turn into shelters for people who are legitimately homeless. Fill them full of beds, put them into it, okay. It, it, it's not the best in the world, but it gets them off the street, it gets them into the shelter, it gets them into heat, it gets them a proper bed to sleep in. See this fucking bullshit now? You walk through Belfast City now, there's so many different people that are homeless now, and it's ridiculous. It is legitimately fucking ridiculous. And it makes me so cross because... You know, when I lived in Belfast as a kid, growing up, you maybe maybe saw one or two homeless people if you were lucky. Neither no, so many. It's horrible, and all them big derelict buildings all across Belfast and whatnot that are all lying empty and they're not being used, which could be turned into hot places for people to go and you know put their head down for the night, get a bit of heat, bit of food and stuff like that. But all these business owners are too busy building more fucking apartments and building more bullshit things that are not even really necessary. (laughs) And these homeless people are are risky left to rot. Which I think is horrible. But I do agree with with Prince William there on that situation. That his mum would literally be, you know, disappointed in the situation of the homeless here in the UK. Guys, there's a wee subject here I want to talk about, which is social media. Um this platform, TikTok. And I did say that I was going to come, maybe go back onto it myself um, and post some stuff promoting the vlogs and promoting the, the podcast. And, and then in recent weeks I was reading the some of the stories and, and different bits and bobs. I and mean, I was thinking to myself, maybe I should just stay away from that, that, that platform because today it's been announced that TikTok is to be banned from work phones uh, under the new plans by the UK Gulf government. And possibly be banned in the UK on down the line in future reference because of the content on the platform. And to be quite honest with you, I would agree with that because some of the, the shit that I have saw on TikTok this past year has been vile, disgusting, horrendous, and just oh my god, some of the stuff I see on there oh fuck me. I want to throw up my mouth. And I've seen a lot of things on there that are encouraging younger generation to do things that they shouldn't be doing. It's encouraging people to commit suicide. I've seen a lot of suicides because of TikTok. Stupid fucking challenges that are killing people. All these different... And then the other day I came across this guy from the UK who does YouTube and he was showing me this, this, these particular people on YouTube. Like, I talked about this before, about, you know, the Whole gender bullshit where God doesn't have a gender anymore, God apparently is not a he anymore, and all this fucking nonsense. There's these three or four TikTokers in the UK that are trying to get the audience of the teenage age, like the age of my kids, 14 and 17, to you know be someone who they're fucking not, and some of the shit that they are spouting out of their fucking mouth. Literally, if I met those sons of bitches, I would smack those bitches right up the face and say to them, you sick, twisted, fucking freak, encouraging young ones to be someone who they're fucking not. Listen, I always encourage my kids to be themselves, be the best of themselves they can be. Like, for example, if my kid, my son or daughter was to walk in here tomorrow, like, for example, if Lewis walked in tomorrow and went, Dad, I'm gay, I'd be like, mm, okay, that's your choice would take a wee while to obviously adjust to it because obviously it's a big shock your child's obviously made a big announcement like that which is fine or if brooke was to walk in and say dad you know even though paul if you're listening you'd probably fucking kill her boyfriend but dad i like girls more than boys now you know it's not that's just the way it is but these fuckers on tiktok are going around and they're saying about you know i want to be uh, a fucking people are registering themselves for all these genders they're just not even existent you're a man or you're a woman simple as listen if you want to dress up as a if you're a man you want to dress up as a woman that's your fault if you're a woman you want to dress up as a man that's fine you want to go and get an operation done and get boobs and have your man sausage chopped off or have your lady garden adjusted or whatever or whatever the fuck you want to do that's your choice you know what I mean? But some of these people on TikTok now I've seen over the last few days has been just absolutely horrific. Like this one particular fucking Looney Tune was sitting there saying about God is non-binary and God doesn't have a fucking uh, a he or she, not a gender anymore and you do this and change your way and it's like fucking brainwashing your kids. I saw a fantastic video on my personal Facebook today of a friend of mine who was in the car with her two kids this morning playing good, normal, honest music. Saying, trying to teach my kids proper, normal singing music instead of that TikTok bullshit they see. Which, I agree completely. It, it's just fucking bullshit, TikTok. Now, there is some stuff on TikTok which is hilarious. There's wee funny challenges. and like I, I would watch wee silly videos on there. And there's a guy on there called That that Ginger fella. He does all these wee funny skits. And he's funny. He's from London. He's a funny guy. And he does all these funny skits. And he is quite funny. There's some good stuff on there. You know what I mean? But it's getting worse when it comes to this horrible shit. And I've seen the rise in teenage suicides especially. And rise in stuff on TikTok that's encouraging kids to be not very nice people. And again, now that the government's going to be banning it from workplaces, which I completely agree, and possibly ban it from the UK altogether, which is... And how, how TikTok let these people post some of this bullshit on there is beyond me. If you post it on YouTube or Facebook or Instagram, it's removed. So how the fuck can the Chinese platform TikTok get away with it? Are they really that fucking sick over there? Well, they are treating their people like fucking animals. Still doing lockdowns to this day and having people doing random, or doing COVID tests every fucking day three years later. Locking them in fucking apartment buildings while camera drones are flying in between the buildings and looking through every window to make sure you're still in your fucking house like an animal in a cage. You know what I mean? So how can this platform let these people post this bullshit, this negative narrative to people, especially because, I've, I've always said this, you know, kids from no age watch TikTok videos. i always said this, and I learned this from a very young, a young time of being a father. Kids' brains are like sponges. They absorb so much information. I mean, I was the same too, and I'm still learning it. I'm, I'm 41 here. I'm 42 in July, and I'm still learning more every single fucking day. I learn stuff every day that I never knew about years ago 15 years ago but kids brains are like sponges and they're seeing all this from an early age and they're going and I, I sometimes blame the parents for like you walk through a supermarket and you see a child of three and four year old walking around a phone fucking watching TikTok videos stupid TikTok videos like we young lads and like four and five year olds seeing girls run around with their boobs and their fucking ass hanging out dancing around doing these videos flashing their tits at everybody and you know that's the type of shit you don't want your son fucking seeing or your daughter's seeing, But this is what TikTok's letting people do. And they're getting away the with it. And people are becoming famous because of it. And this is by... Because people kept have kept asking me over the last couple of weeks about TikTok. Why haven't you posted stuff like you said you were going to do? I started seeing all this different stuff again. And I'm going... Um, no. No. I saw one the other day. They were, they were taking the piss out of Thomas the Tank Engine. Now you obviously get all these wee skits about taking the piss out of different things they got there. But say you're a child... A two or three year old. And you love Thomas the Tank Engine. And your mummy and daddy hands you the phone. And you see Thomas the Tank Engine on your, on your mummy's phone. And it turns around and says. Thomas has got this here. And got these wheels. And a nice shiny engine. And then at the very end it goes. He's also got an addiction to crack cocaine. And you see Thomas with his big fucking stubbly face. Going. And driving on the other trains. And then also he turns around and says. That his ex wife's left him for an another train. And you see this other train. Trying to do sexual innuendos with another train. Not two or three year olds looking like at that and going, "Mommy, what's Thomas doing?" Know what I mean? But they, a lot. I've seen a lot of parents recently as well complaining about TikTok. Like TikTok can be fun. I've seen it all during lockdowns and stuff, which was a head scratch moment. People were doing stuff from home because they were bored because we we're all locked in our homes. But then again, you know, I talked about this months ago when the NHS doctors were and nurses were supposedly under pressure and the wards were constantly chock a block. But they're going to always find to get 20 or 30 members of staff out in the car park to do a fucking TikTok dance. Hmm. So, yeah, TikTok apparently is going to be banned from offices, including civil servants. (laughs) Hmm. So there you go. And a possible ban in the UK. I wouldn't be disappointed if it did go, to be honest. Let me know what you think about it, guys. If you use TikTok yourself, let me know what you think. But I think TikTok's I don't think I'll be going back on or anywhere near there again. People were saying to me, oh, it'll be a good platform to promote the vlogs and promote the the podcasts and whatnot. Really? I think I'll just take on what I'm doing right now and I'll just take on whatever I'm doing. So, no thank you. <laughs> Definitely not for me. But they're all saying about this today. It's in the news today about TikTok. So, it's interesting. So, it is, it is very, very interesting uh yes um i thought we think here as well today guys if you live here in the uk and you are a tesco if you shop in tesco and you're a tesco club card customer uh the customers are now being given one month warning the supermarket makes crucial changes to the scheme users of tesco club card have been warned that a key tool to use to access the scheme will disappear in a month the popular loyalty card was launched in night 1995 oh my god has over more than 20 million users in the UK and as of 2021 it can be used online or in store. The points scheme offers vouchers for the shoppers. Basically when you buy stuff, you basically earn points. It's money saving as well. Um, you can also, uh, your points can be used as well with other outlets like Pizza Express and Cinema World. Don't mention Pizza Express, the <sighs> Customers who have a Tesco mobile can also use the voucher off their bill. Well, from april 18th this year tesco club card app will be closed with the retail company rolling out a new app in its place tesco customers using the app will redeem the club card points uh sorry using the app to redeem points will get discounts will have to switch to the new tesco grocery and club card app instead this will include vouchers and allow them to still purchase product at club card prices so if you shop in the uk and tesco Things will be changing. I'm going to ring mum today and tell her about that. And she'll be pulling her fucking hair out. She'll be stressing and worrying about that. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Oh by the way, if you're asking about dad this week, a lot of these were asked, I touched on a brief at the end of the podcast on Tuesday. Dad is doing great. Uh, dad was round here on Tuesday night. He called around with mum for a little bit. And he's he got a phone call from the hospital on Tuesday afternoon. His recent tests have come back all good. They've given him some exercises to do, and he is doing fucking great. He is out walking 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day to try and build up the the to get himself back into that way of walking again. He is not smoking at all anymore. Hmm. I know he come around and I said to him, maybe smoke. I haven't smoked a cigarette. So he has he's not even smoking at all. For a guy who was smoking 25, 30 cigarettes a day, and I know Stephen's sitting beside him, his breathing's a lot better too, he's, he looks happier, he's, he's sleeping better, and I said, well, Dad, keep it going, don't let it go for a bit, and then fucking let it drop, because at the end of the day, you had your warning. So, Dad is doing great. So, thank you, all your messages are still coming in about him. So, thank you very much, guys, I do appreciate it, and he is in high spirits, and he told me to tell you all on the podcast today, thank you for all your support, it means a lot to him so it does. I may actually try and get a video done with him over the, over the weekend or whatever or early next week and try and get him to say thank you to everybody because at the end of the day you guys have supported him so much and it means a lot to him so it does, so thank you very much my guys I really do appreciate all your support because even a wee, a wee message just to say you know get well soon that, that means a lot to dad um I'm, I'm seeing another thing here as well about this this, this uh, budget thing going on about I'm not even going to get into fucking politics today because I can't even be asked talking about it I'm going to move on to your questions guys because I can't even be bothered looking at fucking politics there was a budget thing done about people's pensions and stuff but I'm not even going to get into here because honestly it makes your fucking teeth itch and I can't be asked talking about more politics today unbelievable i want to some of your questions here guys because at the end of the day I did promise you um I'm gonna do that and then I'm gonna go into the jackass of the week. Which you probably fucking know who it is. But I'll leave it to the end of the of the, the programme like I always do. So I do. But um I'm actually looking forward to later on getting this podcast dropped. And then oh here I put a new vlog out yesterday by the way, guys. I'd forgotten to say about that at the start of the podcast too. Uh I showed you Lewis now in that big four-star country resort hotel. Go and check it out on the YouTube channel, Moor Army YouTube channel. Go and check it out. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe. I put that out yesterday. But some st- I recorded a bit some pieces yesterday when Lewis and Ryan were out yesterday. Oh, by the way, before I get on to your questions, um, Lewis has currently got a hurt ankle at the minute. Uh, he was a football on Tuesday. Aye, Tuesday. And some wee shit two-footed tackle him at football. But he's good. He's got a spread ankle. He's been good the last day or two. He's been taking his, his my medication. He's been obviously... You know, stretching out and whatnot. And uh, he's doing okay. So, he got two foot of tackle by some wee shit the other day. At football, but he's good. But the way he was getting on Tuesday night was so funny. He was getting on like his fucking head was going to fall off. He was like, oh my ankle. I was like, Lewis, you're fine. He was checked over and all by doctors and stuff like that. He's absolutely fine. Sprint ankle. But he's getting on like his fucking head's falling off and his legs falling off. So... Double-sided sticky tape, sort of tie it loose. Stick your foot back on. You'll be all right. Strap it up. a like, <laughs> Still so saying that I went to, back in the day, I was like, strap it up and get on it. Anyway, he's doing good. So I'm anyway, asking on to some of your questions. Let's go into uh, Facebook Messenger first of all from the Mirror Army YouTube channel page. Let's have a look here and see here now. Where are we? Right. One here from Stephen. Stephen says, hi Matthew." Just not a drop a message here. Just came across your YouTube channel last week for the first time. Never realised how many videos were on the channel. I too am from Northern Ireland. I am from Lurgan. And never realised that there was a local YouTuber as popular as yourself. Okay, popular. Fair enough. Uh, I also seen your video where you were in Lurgan uh, for the Harlem with Wilders game. I too was at the game but didn't know you were there as I didn't find your channel until recently them through your videos and there's so many to look for over 2000 i've found so far and also your other channels redmond football ventures and also your youtube channel for Lewis, and the youtube channel for your podcast as well love all your content i've been watching loads of videos with my partner over the last week or so as we've watched your kids grow up over the first two or three years of your youtube channel and really are enjoying all your content from your early holidays birthdays and more to look at your recent social media posts to see how much your kids have grown up over the past seven years is phenomenal you're doing a great job as being a dad on your own I'm sure is quite difficult god he does go on here a bit doesn't he? it's great to hear though Um, yeah and it's great to see a man take care of his kids in the way you do you should be proud of your two kids they seem like lovely children and hopefully one day I will get to meet you in person have a photograph and have a chat I hope one day to be a my father myself and will use you as a role model. Wow. Me as a role model, really, to help promote me be a good father like yourself. Keep up the good work. Hopefully next time you're going to let me know and I'd love to meet you or I might see you at a local football game in the near future. All the best. Take care. Keep up the good work. Enjoy the podcast as well now, which is interesting to see a different side of you, but keep up the good work. <laughs> what an email. What a... What a... Oh, sorry. What a message, actually, on Facebook. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> I wouldn't say I'm really much of a role model when I go on this podcast. Like, but... <laughs> um, yeah, thanks for your message. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I was in Lurgan there not that long ago for the Irish Cup game um, with the Welders and stuff. But, yeah, thanks very much for your message. I do appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, Yeah, there's fucking thousands of videos on that channel to watch. Um. Which we're going to try and drag out some of the best bits for our video next week. Um, because obviously it's our seven year anniversary. Or six or seven. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Seven, seven. Eight years. 2015. Eight years. Aye. 16, sorry. Seven years. Fuck me. Seven years on YouTube. Unbelievable. But thank you for your message. I do appreciate it. Uh, it means a lot. So. I'm going through some of the messages here in front of me on my laptop here, and all these were sending me names for the donkey, and these are still flooding them with your, your names for the donkey. Now I did say I might just decide today or maybe next week because so many of these are still dropping names like Wookie Dookie the donkey. <laughs> There's one of them here, uh, Dave. Okay, Dave the donkey. A bit plain, but basic. Actually, it's quite good actually. Some of you've been dropping some of your names in. Uh Polly the Donkey Polly the fuck <laughs> Robert the Donkey Roberto there's another one Roberto it's all these different ones that you're dropping in here subjects for the, the I'm gonna leave it the next week and let you decide over the weekend before we make an official name for the donkey for Jackass of the Week. Anybody who's listened to us and Tuning in Radio for the first time with Jackass of the Week is we pick someone Who is either a celebrity or someone like a sports star or something or a movie star or whatever. And who's been a complete tit that week or a fool or an asshole or whatever. We name them the the Jackass of the Week. So if you're listening to the podcast here for the first time on TuneIn Radio, that's what Jackass of the Week is, basically. Um, We're going to name this week's one shortly. But yeah, a lot of you have been asked just a few weeks ago to give me a name for the donkey. So a lot of you have been... What I'll even do is I'll leave it till the end of next week. I'll pick out the top ten, and I'll even do like a wee draw. I may even film it and put it on social media. You know, put it in like a wee bowl with all the names and pick out the name. How's that sound? More interaction with the audience, you see. I'll give you till Tuesday, till Monday. Give me the Monday to pick the name of the donkey, and we'll decide it on Tuesday's podcast because Tuesday's podcast is going to be the the anniversary of YouTube, so. uh That's what we'll do. We'll name it on Tuesday. How's that sound? So keep your names coming. There's quite a lot of these, there. So there is. But we'll pick one. We'll pick a top ten. Put them in a name. And we'll pull it out. And we'll name the donkey. How fucking stupid I sound. Naming a fucking donkey. (laughs) Sound like a fucking donkey myself. Anyway. Let's go on to some of your Instagram messages. Let's go in here and have a nosy. Right. I've one here from Jack. Jack says, Hi Matthew, disappointing result for Liverpool last night against Real Madrid. Do you think they were possibly going to turn around at all? Or were you not hopeful getting into the game? Did you or did you not do a live reaction video last night for the game? Well, I want to answer your question now. Uh, We were going to do a live reaction last night, but Lewis was gurning his lamps out about his fucking ankle. And he was saying, I can't jump up and in do anything if we score. My pain, my ankle's so sore. And we're watching the game and he was complaining the whole way fucking through it. Even when, when we had great chances, he was in the middle of whinging like a two-year-old. So I just turned the camera off because he pissed me off. The fact that we were nil-nil with Real Madrid and also the fact that he was complaining and in too much pain and he didn't want to appear on camera because he was in so much pain with his ankle last night. So I decided it's not to bar my ass. And some people have been saying to me today, "I didn't do a live reaction because he's got fucking beat. Ach don't talk shit. What a load of nonsense. Um, Yeah, I'm disappointed we didn't do a A barge of comeback last night. I kind of knew we weren't going to do nothing to be honest with you. I think the team now needs needs to be ripped apart and obviously rebuild the game because I think the team we have now is completely done and I'll be the first to admit that we are not great now. They've figured out how we play some of the legs are gone, they're old and they need to go um, and there's some players that are just don't cut the chase anymore and I think at, uh, in the summer if FSG don't give Jurgen Klopp money to spend, Liverpool are going to be far behind uh, the likes of the Man Cities, and even this year Arsenal and even United you know, starting to creep back up into play again now as well, so we need to get our finger out of our ass and start getting some decent players in and start putting in performers that we've been doing for the last lot of years when Jurgen's been in charge and I'll be a first to admit it, I've loved the success we've had recently. Some of it still hasn't kicked in years later. Like the European Cup wins, all them finals we've been to recently. And the the Super Cup win, the World Club Championship, the FA Cup, the League Cup. You know, all those trophies we've won. And it's nice to have them all, but again, it's a bit of consistency, keeping the consistency going. And this season has been an absolute fucking disaster. It reminds me of the season after we won the Premier League in 2020. And the season after we were completely shit and we ended up just qualifying for the Champions League by the skin of our teeth. So, honestly, it's been a bullshit season and I can't wait till it fucking ends. And if we don't get a a player or two in that midfield and another centre-half and another exciting forward, because to be quite honest with you guys, I'm not really overly excited about Nunes at the minute. And I think we need something. We haven't been able to replace Manny. And that's being totally honest. I mean, the whole team didn't revolve around Mane, but he was a big aspect of the team. And I found that Salah played better when Mane was around, and Bobby Firmino. Bobby Firmino was obviously leaving at the end of the season too as well. It's going to be one of those seasons where I just can't wait for it to fucking end. And I hope that we don't just sign these random people who are going to take four or five years to jail because we need ones now that are going to come in and make an impact. Because if we don't, we're going to end up falling away to fuck again like we did before Jürgen came around. And i would hate to see that because you know okay Jurgen likes to make superstars and stuff like that but I, I mean there's a lot of articles that popped up recently in the press about Jurgen saying that how loyal he's been to these boys and he's been too biased towards some of these boys in the team and I, I i even see that in local football too the manager has his favorites and at the end of the day it's not about how who your mates are and who your favorites are it's all about getting the results and football is a results-based business now and if you don't get the results you ain't going to be in your fucking job for longer and it's been a shit season and i would be the first to admit that. And we're not going to win fuck all this year. But the main target now would be to get to that Champions League spot. And our next game is against Man City. And it's going to be another fucking day where I'm going to be pulling my hair out. And Lewis is probably going to be the same. So, yeah, it's been a disappointing season. A season that I will like to forget quickly. So it would quickly. Let's get on to one more before I go on to Jackass of the Week. Right, let's have a wee flick through the Instagram messages here. Right, I've one here from Emma. Emma is from Stockport in the UK. Hi Matthew, just wanted to give you a wee quick message to ask you a question. Are you heading to WWE Money in the Bank and Smackdown in London in July? Myself, my partner and my two sons are heading to the event and we're wanting to know if you're heading there too. We'd love to be able to meet you if you are going to be there. We were a class at the castle we knew you were going there we looked everywhere for you and we couldn't see you if you're going to be there let us know because we'd love to meet you in person okay Emma. answer your question yes we're going to be there we will be there uh, for smackdown and money in the bank we are going to be there this and i are going to be there yes we will be there so if you're there coming up to the week of it i'll tell you what to do for me darling and emma send me a message on instagram uh, a couple of days before you leave and if you're around the surrounding area, we will arrange to meet you uh, you and your partner and your kiddies and we'll meet up with you and we'll take a picture and we'll have a chat and we'll have a good yarn and we'll talk about we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about anything at all, not a problem so if you're there give us a shout and obviously you're going to be there, yes, so give us a shout and we'll arrange something and it will be nice to meet you and your partner and your two kids and certainly, Lewis and I will be honoured to meet you. Not a problem. Bring it on. We love meeting new people. So yes, certainly, we will be there. Um, We'll be there from the Friday morning till the Sunday night. Until we fly home. We're there for the whole weekend, so we are. So Yes. We will be in London, so will give us a shout. Excuse me, and we'll arrange to meet you there. Anybody else going to that pay-per-view who listens to me from the UK, if you're about give drop me a message and we'll meet you even if it's at the arena or whatever we'll be there come and see us and we'll love to meet you all. Well. be great same at the class at the castle fuck me me and Lewis were walking past the Cardiff castle and the next minute we heard all these lads shouting at us Guy, Scottish fellas and kilts and stuff who watch us from Scotland come over and they wanted photographs and all with us and all. it was great to meet them all they were fucking outstanding lovely lads we met loads of people at the class at the castle loads of people so we did it's great great so it was even some ex-wrestlers <laughs> from back home who I've known for years in the wrestling business over here. Uh, I met them over there. I met them in the train station. I met them in the town. They were actually and when they came into the arena. They were like two sections away from us. And they are raving up at us going, "Right, lads, again, hello. <laughs> it was great to see. But um, no, if you're there, Emma, give us a shout and we'll arrange something for you 100%. Right, let's get on to this wee segment. That's... I love... My seat's getting very uncomfortable sitting here. Oh, Before I head off onto the sunset for another episode and head off to my Thursday of day of chilling out. Oh, here, by the way, today's Thursday. You all know I have a beer on a Thursday night. But today's a special day, and people out there who don't understand wrestling don't watch wrestling and stuff like that's fine. But a wrestler who's very, very famous as an actor as well and everything else TV shows, Stone Cold Steve Austin officially named in 2020 that the 16th of March will be officially 316 day, because Austin 316, don't go Steve Austin, this is catchphrase whatever, go and look it up, today is 316 day, and it falls on a Thursday day, I have a beer, so it's 316 day, I'm going to have a beer, and fucking chill out tonight, so, hell yeah I had a beer, another beer another beer, and the best thing about it is I got no work tomorrow and also the kids are off tomorrow it's Patrick's Day tomorrow so the kids are off, and i can going to have a nice lie-in tomorrow. So I'm to have a few beers, and i want to chill out tonight. So, hell yeah. It's an all-win situation for me today. That's all it is. Right, let's get into that lovely segment that I love. It's night time for the Moor Army Podcast Jackass of the Week segment. There he is. Hold on. Here, there he is. I said... Sorry for all you weird, creepy fuckers out there that think I'm being weird because I said there he is, instead it could be or she is. Is it a male or a female donkey? I love it. I'm dipping my fishing rod into the pool of trolls again to try and rule them in. Want <laughs> a head snowflake, let's have a debate. Right. Not very much consideration about this one now. There's maybe a couple of words sort of sneaked up there this week. Obviously we're getting on like balloon heads and whatnot. But I've came to the decision there was no other question about it that this person had to be the complete fucking total jackass of the week. Now we've had some really good ones over the over the last lot of months. We've had the likes of Nicola Sturgeon, Boris Johnson, uh, what do you call her? The ex prime minister lasted forty days. We've had politicians, we've had TV celebrities, we've had fucking you name it we've had it but this one is a no-brainer so after very little consideration the Mur army jackass of the week for this week is can i get a drum roll please thank you very much as always the moore army podcast jackass of the week for this week is gary lineker Sorry, I won't rephrase that night because it's a BBC person. I want to speak properly. There it is, the donkey. Not there she is or there he is. There it is. So it is. It's the fucking donkey. I say he. You say she. I don't give a shit. It's a donkey. Fuck it. Jack- Gary Linegar is the jackass of the week because of his recent actions over the last week or so in relation to the whole tweeting situation and the controversy he was in with the whole bullshit. Um, in relation to Twitter and his views on the migrant situation and obviously all the crap that he's been involved in the last week he's taken off there and the BBC didn't grow a set of balls and sack him so they kept him around because he's a, a special little person so yes, no hearty consideration there Gary the Nigger is the Mirror Podcast Jackass of the Week Right I'm gonna go because I got things to do today. I got this podcast to drop. And I got other things to do today. And then I'm going to go tonight and I'm going to sit and watch some football. I'm going to have a really good night with beer. I want to enjoy 316 day. I want to have a couple of beers. I want to chill out. And I want to switch off from this crazy world we live in. So I am. So, guys, if you want to get in touch with us again in the podcast, don't forget the email is podcast at yahoo.com contact me on all the old trusty social media Instagram, Facebook um, as well, I'd love to hear from you and once again welcome to all our new listeners on TuneIn Radio Um, thank you for taking your time to listen to the podcast. I do appreciate it Uh, add us to your favourites on TuneIn Radio I would appreciate it I'm still trying to get us on iHeartRadio but they're being a bit fussy at the minute, don't know why Yeah, and we're going to be dropping hopefully next week on SoundCloud, I was hoping to get it on SoundCloud today for this podcast, but next week it'll be on SoundCloud, fingers crossed, for the anniversary of our YouTube, which is officially seven years on YouTube this coming Tuesday, the 22nd of March, 2016, was the first time we dropped the video, and we're still here, unbelievable. Right, I'm going to go, I'm talking bullshit now. Right guys, until Tuesday, enjoy your weekends, I'm off to Londonderry on Saturday for football, uh, hopefully heading to the ice hockey on Sunday for the big game with Cardiff Devils can't make the game on Saturday but I should be there for the game on Sunday so over are at the Belfast Giants and a lot of you people out there who watch me on YouTube and listen to the podcast will be at the Giants game on Sunday you will see Lewis and I there on Sunday stay, I'll hopefully keep an eye for you and come up and say hello to us we would appreciate it and it's going to be a busy, busy weekend so I'm looking forward to it right, I'm going to get my beer here and join my 3.16 day Guys, have a great weekend. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. Do appreciate it. Love all your support as always. And until next week, don't forget to get that name in for that donkey by Tuesday. By Monday, sorry, by Monday. I won't name it on Tuesday. Have a great weekend, guys. And until Tuesday, I'll see you back here for another episode of the Moor Army podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. See you all down the road. Have a great weekend. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs>